everyone. Thank you very much for joining once again. Um, my name is Janessa, and today I would like to talk about pray like David. It is very important that we have a prayer life because the Lord, He wants us to have that type of relationship with Him. And in order to build a relationship, we need to communicate. We need to pray. We need to talk to God about our needs. So I have a few questions I would like to ask you and just take a few minutes or a few moments, you know, just to think about them. You desire a closer walk with Jesus. Do you crave that closeness that comes with loving and living in Christ, knowing that he is there waiting for us with open arms? So these are questions that we need to ask ourselves. Do we want a prayer life like David? Ephesians 6.18 says, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So this is Paul telling us to pray in all areas and circumstances in our lives. Whatever we are going through, we must pray and ask God for guidance, ask God for wisdom, ask God for strength. So, let's take a quick step back. What is prayer? You know, prayer, according to Google, is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. It is communicating with God, talking to Him, and Him at times talking back to you. So prayer is a spiritual discipline most Christians desire to grow. Yet we often struggle to know where to start. At least I know I did. You know, there were times where I would ask myself, or other people, where do we start? What am I supposed to say? You know, how am I supposed to start this type of conversation with God? You know, I wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one connection with God. I desired it. I just didn't know how to start it. Well, in the same way children, you know, learn languages from their parents, we will also learn the language of prayer. Step by step, step by step, we will study how David prayed. We will learn to pray with confidence. And we need to pray by faith and believe that the Lord is there hearing us and he will deliver us. So we're just going to look into David, right? We're going to look into uh, the circumstances that he was facing. His life will become an example on how to persist in prayer, on how to pers persevere in affliction and how to submit to a holy God who allows suffering, who allows trials and tribulations, but he allows it to shape us into his image, right? So James 1, 3 to 4 says, Be assured that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect results and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. So, in case, you know, we have a few new people here who are barely starting their walk with God, um, I'm going to talk about who David is. Who was he, right? Well, David was a man after God's heart. And boy, did he love the Lord. He was a descendant of Abraham, Israel, and Judah. He was a great warrior and king. You know, David was also a prophet. He was a poet and a musician. 
and he prayed a lot. He prayed about everything pretty much. He wrote down many of his prayers and poems and put them into, into a book, creating the book of Psalms. So David definitely knew how to pray. So today we're going to look into three types of prayers. These three types of prayers were prayed by David. And the first one is the prayer of protection. Second one is prayer of forgiveness. And the third one is prayer of thanksgiving. So to start off with prayer of protection, we're going to be reading into Psalms 3. But before I read this verse, I'm just going to give you a quick background on what was going on to David during this time when he prayed this. So David was fleeing from Absalom, his son. Absalom wanted to become king. He had stolen away the hearts of the people of Israel, and Absalom became the head of them. You know, many of his friends, of uh, David's friends, worried for David's safety. But in the midst of everything, David took the right method. He took the right approach, right? He went straight to God, who is the only one who can help us during our trials and tribulations. As he went up to the Mount of Olives with his head covered and barefoot, he wept and prayed and believed that God will hear him from his holy place. Now let's read Psalms 3. If you have your Bibles, you guys can open up to Psalms 3. If not, you can do it through your phones, or if not, you know, you can just hear me. Psalms 3 says, Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying to me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me. My glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Arise, Lord, deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked, for the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessings be on your people. So here you can see he is praying with faith, right? Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. Deliver me, my God. Right? He had faith that the Lord, he had confidence that the Lord was going to be there for him. Right? He prayed for deliverance. David expressed confidence in the Lord as his shield. You know, that is actually referenced somewhere else too. And that is Ephesians 6.16. When this is Paul describes, this is Paul describing the shield of faith as providing protection against the power of evil. So Ephesians 6.16 says, In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can dis extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Right? But how do you get faith? And just like I said in the beginning, it is by communicating with God, establishing a relationship with Him. Right? So, Right here, you know, this is the prayer of protection. You know, he needed protection against all his enemies, against his son. But the Lord delivered him. He protected him. He didn't let nothing bad happen to David. Now let's go on to the second type of prayer, which is prayer 
asking God for forgiveness. And this one, I'm going to be reading through Psalms 51. But during this time, before I start reading passages from Psalms 51, you know, during this time, God had revealed to the prophet Nathan that David had sinned. You know, he had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Then she ended up getting pregnant. So David tried to hide it and had asked for her husband, Ura, who ha- who was away at war, to come back home. But when Ura came home, he did not go back to Bathsheba. No, he stayed at the palace steps and slept there because he didn't think it was fair that he would come home and be a husband to Bathsheba when other men were out there sacrificing themselves for Israel. So when David realized that he wasn't going to go home to his wife and, you know, sleep with her, David ended up setting Yura back into war, but purposely put him at the center of it all. He put him in the front lines most deadliest part of the war so he can be killed. So when the Lord had made it known to to Nathan, the prophet Nathan, he went straight to David. And after talking with David, David realized what he had done and went straight to God asking for forgiveness. Now, when you're asking someone for forgiveness, it's because you've repented, right? When you go ask God for forgiveness, You repented, correct? So there are five stages of repentance that people go through. Number one is acknowledging the sin. Number two is confessing the sin. Number three is asking for forgiveness. Number four is turning away from the sin. And number five is restoring. Now I'm going to talk about each and every one of them that David went through. The first one is acknowledging the sin. And this is Psalms 51.3. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. So he knows he did wrong. He's acknowledging the sin. Number two is confessing the sin, right? Psalms 51.4. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. He also mentions it, Psalms 51.14. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. Right? He confessed his sin. The bloodshed was when he killed Yura. So, number three is asking for forgiveness. Psalms 51 7. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I'll be whiter than snow. Right? He knows he, had to, he has done wrong, and he's asking God to clean him. Number four is turning away from sin. Psalms 51 13. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. He's going to teach others of their sinful ways so that way they can return back to God. Number five is restoring. Psalms 51.10 Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. He also mentions it on Psalms 51.12 Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So, this right here, it's a perfect example of repentance, of asking God for forgiveness, and this is exactly what David did. He went to God asking him for forgiveness, and he was forgiven. The third, st- uh, the third prayer is prayer of thanksgiving. 
And this one will start off with Psalms 72, 18-19. Praise be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. So throughout the book of Psalms, there are many verses where David gives thanks. He never failed to thank the Lord God Almighty for everything that he had done for him because he was grateful. He had gratitude. Thanksgiving plays a main role in all of David's prayers and it should play, play a leading role in ours as well. So to understand the power of Thanksgiving, we must first understand what gratitude really is, right? So what is gratitude? Well, it's the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, right? True gratitude is more than just saying thank you when someone is kind. It cannot be manufactured, commanded into existence or fate. It is authentic emotion. It is an authentic emotion. And its ultimate source is the grace of God. So gratitude is humbling yourself in the presence of another and acknowledging the undeserved gift, the grace that God has bestowed upon us. So Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He gave up his life to save ours. No matter what happens in this lifetime, we can face it with gratitude because of what Jesus did for us. In David's life, he protected him against all his enemies. In any circumstances that David faced, the Lord was true to David as he delivered him from all battles. So I really love this verse, which is Philippians 4, 6-7. And it says, Don't worry about anything but in everything. Through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, that the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. So how can we apply these prayers into our lives today? Well, the prayer of protection, there is a lot going on in this world. I'm seeing things that I've never saw before, you know, growing up, this pandemic for starters, you know, I can guarantee that we've all prayed the prayer of protection and we still need to pray for God's protection, protection over our health, our children, our spouses, our families. But we need to pray with confidence. We need to pray with faith. Because without faith is dead. Right? The second prayer of forgiveness. Well, to be fully honest here, this is something that can, that can prevent us from entering the kingdom of heaven. Not only should we ask God for forgiveness and ask with a sincere heart, but we also need to forgive those who have done us wrong. Trust me, I know it can be difficult, but it can be done. We are all sinners. We are flesh. Our flesh is inclined to sin. But once we realize that we did wrong, go straight to God and ask for forgiveness. And lastly, the prayer of thanksgiving. We have many things to be grateful for. The fact that we are breathing is something that we should be thankful for. The fact that we are here gathered together is something that we should be thankful for. Give God thanks and praise. He is a merciful God, a wonderful and amazing God who is there for us when we need him. So I hope, you know, this has helped someone today in their time of need. Um, these are prayers that we must meet. We must pray every single day, you know, protection, forgiveness and giving thanks to God.
because he deserves the things. He deserves us being humbled. You know, he, he deserves everything that we can offer, right? So once again, thank you very much for being with me here today. I truly appreciate it. Um, I will see you guys again later. Thank you, and everyone have an amazing day. God bless you. Jesus loves you.